time to bring the light in. We're gonna bring the light in, you know? DJ Khaled, I see you. Kula Dre, I see you. Christine Jewelers in the building. Al Boogie, Lorena, Terrell, and Supplies, let's get it. When I got my 50 on, do the do say when it's just a deli on. She got a man and he's stuck in the feds. Said he gon' kill me cause she up in my bed. We wear chains in the sight, the knocks. Only G7s when the fights apart. Stash Bezos and Turks and Caicos. Dapper dead on the first to break those. Not back to Caicos. Throw your rollies in the sky, my guys will take those. Lower east side, I'm up in NY. See me on the floor with OB court side. Baddies on deck, you know I'm loving them. Still in the meeting with Cali. Shirts and a couple of chains I go deeper and deeper Sign a prenup, you know it's cheaper to keep up Crack work in a two-seater Put you in Milan, you can kick your feet up Tank cap, pink and ring on the dawn I told her Since you sit better on that sunshine Producer Azariah Malone Cartagena is in the building. Thank you very much for your services. Truly appreciate it. Well, I'll tell you, man. Let me tell you something, man. Parenting is hard. And it changes with every kid. Yeah, I mean, your ass, I can tell it's my show. It's my... It's my, no, I'm not saying nothing bad about you. I'm not saying, I never say nothing bad about you. Titi Barbara, I'm, I'm in the light. Parenting is hard. And it changes with these kids. You can't, if you had another kid and you think you, you know what you, and then they change. So every kid is a different kid. It's the craziest shit. If you're a parent, um, respectfully. <laughs> yeah, it's biscuit. Respectfully, huh? And so, damn, man. And so, it's, it's snowing as fuck up there. And everybody mad at me because everybody... I might have got 100 FaceTimes with the snowstorm up in New York, like, showing me outside. I said, but, you know, you're telling me I'm crazy. I live in Miami. But y'all want me with the below zero. You would prefer me to be in below zero. Over here in Miami, we a little chilly today. 
Cats got furs on. My brother Dre of Cool and Dre, he got a thick little jacket on. Like, it be so hot in Miami, they can't wait to wear a jacket. Shout out Flower Box Miami, my brother. Um, yeah, yeah, I know it's, it's cold up there, man. I mean, I'm sorry to hear that. I'm sorry to hear that. It's, it's you know, Pretty Luke said, nah, stay in Miami. I mean, you know, I'm coming up there for uh, Fred the Godson. You know what I'm saying? Coming up there for Fred the Godson. They're giving him a block. So I told his wife and his family I'm coming up there. So I'll be out there. I think it's uh, the 22nd. Kenny Burns, the biggest. V103. Biggest show in the land. Kenny Burns. Jeez. And so we out here. It's my brother Terrell's birthday this week. Uh, so we try to get the big boat. Try to get the yacht out for him for his birthday. He coming cold as hell from Harlem. We try to bring the sunshine, bring the light. I want to thank everybody who's been supporting. Love you, Kenny. Who's been supporting this record. Um... I've had a lot of anthems. I've been blessed to have a lot of anthems, a lot of number ones, um, a lot of number threes. Uh, you know, just big songs in my life. I know everybody sleeps on me. Yo, Timbo the King. And it's so... Yo, Timbo the King, man. <laughs> You have, I don't, you ain't even counted, right? Like, how many millions of records have you sold, Timbo? I don't know. I sold a lot. 100 million, 200 million, some wild shit. Yeah. For sure, you sold 200 million records. Yeah, so that's a lot of records. That's a lot of fucking records. And a lot of it was when people had to go to the store to buy it. Wasn't just on yeah, the phone. That, that, yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, people had to go to the store and buy records back then. I used to go and buy it myself. I did and the same so, thing. Timbal, I was trying to tell the people, I said, man, like, it's such a blessing. Like, you know what I mean? We threw out this record and it's tearing everything up, Timbo. Like, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't believe that would happen. Like, like. Oh, like, I knew. Oh, I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> I knew it. The big show with the big song. I knew it. Like, come on, <gasps> bro. you got. You had to do this. No, Tim. Yo, Tim. I knew it was a hit. I knew it was hot. The way the way Fat Joe records work, all of them. Lean backs. What's love? All the way up. They hot and then it grows and grows and then it explodes. The shit with this record is the motherfucker exploding or three days. Number one most added rhythmic, number one urban, pop stations play. This shit is getting scary. No, bro, because it's a it's a feeling that's needed. Yeah, it's a yeah, feeling that's, that's needed. It. It's a feeling and you like it it it, it, it and it fits you. You are the light. Like, when you look at it, like, every picture you do, it just feels, like, effortless. 
you just do it with ease. It feels like it's you. This song is you. It's the anthem for 2021, 20, 22 going forward. It feels like it's like the new beginning of a new era. Yeah, it's because everybody COVID, everybody's sad, everybody is. We didn't want to wait till the summer. Yeah, obviously, it's a spring, summer song, barbecue. We didn't even want to wait for this. And then it was Khaled who was on me like, yo, don't wait. Fuck that. We need it. The people need to feel good. The people need the vibe. Yeah, and he was right. He was right. Everything is about timing. And it fits. Timbo, you had so many errors, so many runs. What was your favorite run? I think my favorite run was when I did Nelly Furtado and Justin Timberlake. That was. <laughs> Yo, Timbo, I ain't seen you for two years. If I seen you, it was in Yugoslavia. I, saw, <laughs> I used to run into you at the Germany MTV Awards. I've never seen you here. You was gone for like two years straight. Yeah, that 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 was an ill run because it was like changing the scope of the uh, uh, doing a paradigm shift of music and bringing something back. I'm bringing sexy back. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. And I, I'm gonna tell you another good. Another one was. When I came with work it. Can you work it? And then it work it. Yeah, I was I was proud of that moment. I was like you, you know the thing about Missy is that nothing she ever did sound the same. It's like every time I, I heard her new song drop, it was a new flow, new bounce, new and I'd be like, Woo! And every time. I mean that I don't think we got that in artists no more. No, like Missy pride on that. She pride on that. She 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 wouldn't she wouldn't drop until it felt right. Like the flow, she saw the video, she had to see everything. And then that's how it go. And today's I I you know what? I think no, we don't see that. We don't see that in today's time. But I feel like we people starting to get a little creative because we can't do shows and people can't do a lot of things. So it forces you to be, how do you connect your music? You know what I'm saying? How do you connect your music to the fans? Yeah, now? because cause in, 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 in today's day, I think it's, it's music and volume. So I think people just throw out mad joints and throw out, and they on fire and they hot, but they yeah. just keep throwing the shit out. It ain't like, Back in the day, somebody would take their time. Like, I remember I used to wait for Rakim albums, that would be a Rakim, and it'd yep. take like four years on purpose. And you'd be like, I, wow, it's about to be four years till I get my Rakim album. Yeah, is it? I, I, I'm used to that too. I love the wait because I know it's going to be great. Now it's and so about. So you knew that time, Justin Timberlake, you knew you was in a different type of zone. And what you do when you get in that zone, you just keep going? Like, you just keep recording? You won't stop when you, like... Like the there's been times where Timberland done been on fire, then he chilled, then he been on fire, then he... When you catch that fire, you just... When you got that vision, you just keep going? I go, but now, like, I look at it like, 
it just like I go, but I just like I it just like it's like a it's a, it's a burst. Like I know it's a burst. I know it's not like long or whatever. It's just like that that burst of that burst of energy, and then I just keep going to it all dry out. And but but most of the time I know when it when it when it's over because I could feel it because I don't feel like I feel like I'm I'm out. I ain't got no more in me. I'm done. <laughs> but yeah, I'm trying to tap that box because I go pause. I go, so I ain't gonna lie to you. I've been making a soundtrack to the big, big show, and it sounded like I don't know how to explain it. I just came from the I studio. Know what it sound like I, it sounds like the rebirth of you. <laughs> I know, <laughs> I know what it is because look, you put on this show for the people, bro, and it's like we need this. You information, you have everybody on the big, big, big show. So it is. It is only right for the big, big album. The yeah. Energy, all you doing is delivering that because you got so much good energy in you. You gotta put it on the record. You can't keep that shit bottled up. I bet you can't even sleep at night. I'd be like, I don't know what's going on no. with me. Yeah, but I went to the studio and I, you know I've been doing this forever and the shit just coming out. It's that's why I'm asking you about the run because. We recorded a joint today, and it's just, it sounds like flawless. Like, it, I wasn't working hard. The shit is like, and I can't believe it, because usually I work hard. And th no, now the shit you, just you coming have like. You, you have, you have, it's like that thing that, uh, thing Jimmy told me, it's like that tunnel vision. Once you, once you get it, and they always said when you hit like 50, that, that second half of your life, everything just becoming like that light bulb just click and it just some people click on some people don't and when it click you be like nah this can't be like this it's too easy i had to work this hard back in the day why is it coming this easy now and then it be bugging you to, and you be like be bugging me out we sitting yeah you be like what you know i just left on? the studio and before we pull out because i'm rushing to come here i was a little late dre pull up and he go you know you made a hit today i'm like this shit don't make no sense. Like, like I'm pulling out like, yo, this shit don't make no sense. Like, I can't believe what's going on. It's just, we on a roll, my brother, my brother. Versus, can we get a hint to who's next? What's up next? We working, baby. We working. I don't like to put it out there because it, it's, you know, this verse is it's, it's no, no, Especially you who don't like dealing with people. You always quiet to yourself. It's hard dealing with these personalities and these artists. Yeah, I, I Swiss like too. Yes, I feel like it's something that like was it was meant to be. I feel like God put it in us to break us out of things that we wouldn't normally do mm. to challenge us in moments of adverse. Mm. You know, you, you said it right, Joe. You know, I'm just I don't go out. I Timbo do good. I'm he don't fuck myself. with it. He just chilling. He don't mind. He loves everybody, but he minding his own business. But with this, you got to deal with all these. Yeah. Personalities. And I, I yes, and I feel it. I feel like because I'm just because what I'm trying to give back is just love. And I know once you get on that stage, it's it's like it's like you know when, when you go to church and you catch the Holy Ghost. That's what I know what this verse is. It's like it's a reviver of of life. It puts something back in you, make you understand why you was put on this earth. Like you are a vessel. A, 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 yeah, a and, I, and I do believe. There's some truth to uh, the people, you know, 
you know, the game, you know, they always said it was a young man's game. And, and so the people, they kind of like pushed the legends on. And, but when you look at who come out with the biggest crowds, the biggest numbers, the biggest everything, it's the legends. And so people, and, and, and so y'all figured out a way, you, D-Nice, um, figured out a way to tap into, because you, you had to say at one time, yo, where the Aaliyah fans go? Or where, exactly. right? Like where the Aaliyah fans go? Where did Missy's fans go from the beginning? And now we, we making new music and it don't feel like our same, but they're there. Right, they're yeah. there. They're and there. So what I think Versus is doing is tapping into, like they they come, they showing up. The keys. Yeah. The Ashanti gang, they. I think you tapped into something that nobody's been able to tap into, especially through social media, because our era don't really fuck with social media like that. But because of Versus. Because of D-Nice, maybe the big show, whatever. They said, yo, I got to learn this. That Joe talking that shit every day. I got to tune in. Yo, the verses got the real. And so we, we teaching them how to fuck with social media. Not so much that. It's teaching them about tech. Technology tech. is the future. That's what we showing them, that tech is the future. All right, my brother. I love you. Send rain a hundred kisses. You know that's my that's my niece. Okay. <laughs> I got you, brother. And, and, and Monique said that's her twin. That's not your twin. <laughs> that's my twin. <laughs> love you, Tim. Be good, my you, brother. Bro. Uh, Man, one of the best guys on the planet Earth, Timbo, the King. Shout out to Greenwood, my brother Killer Mike. They got that black owned bank. Greenwood, and they sent me that hoodie, and I'm rocking it, and I got to throw some money in that bank just because. Not trying to talk like I'm extra rich, but <laughs> I got to invest. My brother got a black-owned bank. I got to throw some money in there. I got to. And so Timbo the King, living legend, done sold over two, 300 million records. It's too many... Errors. Jay-Z, go to him for the biggest one. Aaliyah, Genuine, whoever you name. So, you know, that's that shit. It's the biggest show in the game. And so, I'm watching this. Well, I don't know about y'all, but in my house, everybody was waiting to see that uh, Wendy Williams movie. Don't know. But everybody I know is ready to see the Wendy Williams movie. And so, nothing new. Wendy is, she know how to do her thing. She messy. She done fucked up the whole, because I was on the salt and pepper shit. Mo Land, yo, Mo, you breaking the record, huh? How many ads we got today? We going for urban ads today and tomorrow. Shout out to all the PDs. Shout out to all the DJs. Um, I'm complete. And so, uh, in my whole entire career, and I ain't catch, 
uh, counting my chickens before they hatch. But my whole career, no matter how many hits we put out of Make It Rain or All The Way Up or Another Rounds or whatever, I never felt complete. And so this new record makes me complete. I'm cool. Like, I could really, really walk away and be like, you know what? I did my motherfucking thing. And I got to thank God for that because a lot of us keep searching for that. It's almost, I don't know what that is, but when I watch, see the documentaries when people smoke crack, they be like, yo, I want that, that first high. And so for me who don't get high and has never got high and has never smoked a cigarette, being successful at what I like to do, that's like getting high. So that hits my endorphins. That hits my, you know, so uh, the fact that this new record's exploding, I'm in a happy place. Uh, but Wendy, 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 Wendy. And so Wendy, she knows how to stir it up. You know, they got the movie, then they got the one she's talking shit. Sheesh. And then Wendy cries, and then she's smiling. I don't know if Wendy just be faking it. I don't know if she's a professional. Laugh, then cries, then laugh. Then I don't know if she just, she got that shit so much uh, in check to cry, laugh. I, I don't know. So I go on my Twitter, and they say, uh, you know, our husband, Kevin, he was a tough guy. And so they said the actor who played Kevin says, uh, what's that? Where's that shit at? So the actor that plays Kevin, uh, I'm trying to see where the blurriness at. Yo, as a... Um, they say he studied Fat Joe. Don't make, I'm not, his name is Morocco. They said he studied Fat Joe. As a, hold on, let me wipe this shit down right here because we can't be blurry because, you know, I wore the shirt to represent, um, where's Azzy? Cause they said it's blurry, Azzy. So it's could you wipe? Blurry. It's not. Yeah. You just check. All right, then we good. Then if you said it, but Billy Blanc said it. He don't lie. It's cool. Um. And so the guy he studied fat Joe. He wanted to play a tough guy, New York role, whatever. He was studying fat Joe, probably watching the big show. Cause that's how authentic. We keep it. And so it ain't my fault. As I look at it on your phone, because I don't know if these people, you know, some of these guys are illiterate and they want to fuck with me. So look on your phone to see if it's blurry or not. And so the guy studied Joe Crack the Dawn to get that. Huh? And I respect that. Smart man. It's clear now. Okay. 
So I had dinner the other day with my family. Uh, and, you know, they, what, looks blurry to you? Okay, they, they Trumpers, you know what I mean? And, well, former Trumpers, right? The mayor was good. Nasty was good. And so, but they're my family and I love them, good friends. Um, and they asked me, because people asked them, and it was weird to me, right? People asked them, y'all, how could you be friends with him? And he, this guy hates Donald Trump and you guys are, uh, you know, you, you guys love Trump and bro, first of all, we family first and we all American. And when a new president come, we go, you go for your guy or your girl and I go for my guy or my girl. But once it's done, we family. And so politics should not destroy uh, families and friendships. And if you think that you too much at odds, you don't even bring it up. Leave it at that. And so, yo, what's up, Burks? Dade County Choppers, huh? No, no, because what happened, Mayor, let me explain something to you, right? Um, what, what happened at that Capitol Hill, it, it almost wasn't even a Donald Trump unless he's part of it. It wasn't a Republican, it wasn't a Democrat thing. It was, it was civil war. They were looking for civil war. And why? Because the minute you run up the Capitol Hill, when they breached the doors, they could have thought of laws. They could have said, fuck Biden. They could have said anything you could think of. The one thing they chose to think of was, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. 10,000 guys, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Now, that's in reference to Eric Garner from Brooklyn and to George Floyd. Now, George Floyd and Eric Garner got nothing to do with what's going on in the Capitol. So you fight for patriotism, you fight for your rights, you got robbed for the voting. What does that have to do with I can't breathe, I can't breathe, I can't breathe? And so now if you're a real one, if you black, Latino, whatever, and you're a real one, you got to stop and set it off. There's no question. In Spanish, we call it toca la vena, meaning they trying to touch your vein. So you know how you got a friend that you can argue with, whatever, but they say the certain shit, like your mother's a this and that, they catch your vein? And so that's what they was doing. And so they wanted to entice and agitate whoever was black or brown to set it off, and now we got civil war. Because either way, 
couple of people die this way, couple of people die that way, it's on. That's why the Capitol Hill got the gate so fucking high right now. They got gates around the whole shit because they know what was trying to happen. And they keep finding morons walking over there with guns and clips or pipe bombs. And, and so it's okay. Uh, we used to go to, it's sad, but we used to go to this thing called March of Dimes. And it was all the way downtown by the seaport. And Brooklyn be there, the Bronx be there, Harlem be there. And we used to go down there to Bronx. Thousand deep. And we was looking for trouble. And so we thought we was bad because we would all meet up on the train station, 149th Grand Concourse, take the trains down there, whole trains be filled. Co-op City Section 5, the, the, the forests and the Patterson projects and the God Mel Kwan's and the and, and but even when we got down there, Brooklyn was there five thousand deep. We never really realized that Brooklyn is five times bigger than the Bronx. But the point is, when I was a young kid, teenager, those was the troublemaking years. We go over there to something positive and then it pop off. And everybody fighting each other. So I know what. You know, I know what a Capitol Hill looks like. They had the Trump thing. You know, there was a lot of, I'm not going to lie, there was a lot of people there that was at the Trump thing who loved Trump to just went down there and like, holy shit, it got out of hand, we in some shit. That's different from the guys who rushed the door and had a plan and had intelligence. They had a woman talking about, I was here last week. Downstairs is where Pelosi's office is. That shit crazy. That was premeditated shit. And so, um, and so I know a riot going bad. I've been in a couple of those, right? And so, um, yeah, I'm not. And so, that got out of hand. But the truth is, um, politics should never destroy your friendship or love. I think what's the girl? What's the girl that rode out with uh with Trump, Katie, whatever her name is, or whatever her husband's a Democrat, her daughter's a Democrat. As a what's the little girl's name that she's on TikTok? And so her husband's a Democrat, and she was. Trump spokesman. I forget her name. And so you could be Democrat and Republican living in the same house. What's the girl that her mother's Katie Ann? What, what's the? Claudia Conway. Claudia Conway's the girl. What's her mother's name? Kellyanne Conway. Kellyanne Conway. So Kellyanne Conway represents Trump. She works in the White House. She worked, and her husband was Democrat. And her daughter's like, power to the people. Yeah, I'll tell you, baby. You're the best, man. And so, 
Good old Kellyanne. Kellyanne was on crack or something, bro. She ain't, yo, that, she was special. Kellyanne was special. Uh, shout out to Little Wayne. He got his pardon. Uh, Kodak Black, he got his pardon. And so, that's all I'm saying about Capitol Hill. It was foul, it was whack, whatever. They're very lucky a lot more people didn't get killed there. You know, I mean, in like, you know, congressmen and all that. They're very lucky they didn't get killed. Very lucky. And then when you see guys walking in there with the plastic handcuffs, what's that for? Looks like you was ready to handcuff the whole Congress. Yeah, that's why Azzy gets the big bucks. She knows the answers. Yeah, everybody's, uh, every, we American, bro. If we follow the system and we deal with democracy, sometimes we win, sometimes we lose. I remember when Obama won, I ran up in the club, they were, my president is black. And we danced that shit all night. And there were some guys who probably hated Obama that wanted to die that day. And then eight years later, when Trump won, I wanted to die that day. It's just the way it works. And so Russell Westbrook went ham on him. Gave me visions of Reggie Miller. Russell Westbrook, Bradley Beal, they went crazy. Back to back. It remind me of Reggie Miller. It's just recently that I said hello to Reggie Miller. For years, I would not talk to Reggie Miller because of what he did to the Knicks. And after he hit all them threes, he went like this to Spike Lee, choked, this, that. I mean, yo, I used to see Reggie Miller at Jordan events and walk right by him. Or see him in the airport and walk right by him. Mad as hell. And so that game we just saw with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Bill remind me of one of those moments. And I ain't mad at, I ain't mad at um, my Knicks this year. They fighting hard. They fighting hard. They playing defense, they fighting hard. I hear people saying that Brooklyn don't play defense, they not gonna win. They gotta play defense. Now I believe in Brooklyn. They gotta play defense. Yeah, I got Patrick my own, nobody will take my bet. I've been trying to bet. Nobody wants me to bet. You know I don't bet. I'm not a gambler. And so, but I call all my friends who know about bets, and I'm like, yo, I got 50,000 on Patrick Mahone. They're like, nah, man, keep your, they want, the bookie won't take my <laughs> I love you guys, man. You know, they don't even want me involved. They don't want me to get addicted to it. Nothing, people I know that bet, are like, yo, keep your money. They're like, yo, don't bet. I'm like, no, but Patrick Mahone, I'm telling you, 
He got to say, like, nah, man. Keep your dough. Don't even get involved. And uh, OG Andy Boy said he got great. Look, I am the biggest Tom Brady bandwagon fan ever. I am a Tom Brady bandwagon. In fact, I'm one to hit away from starting to call myself Tom Brady on the mic. The man forever. I fucks with him. But that Patrick Mahone, he lost that one time. Now, if it was the first time they faced each other, I would have said Tom Brady. But he lost, and I seen that look in his eye. And the only people who got that look in the eye, because you know when you're on the plane, and they say the plane is going to might crash, they'd be like, we got 150 souls in here. They don't say people. They say souls. So when I'm looking at that game that Brady came back from behind and beat him, I see Patrick Mahomes' soul. And it looked like Michael Jordan's soul. It looked like Tom Brady's soul. Muhammad Ali's soul. And when I looked into his eyes, I said, holy shit. He's the one. And so Patrick Mahomes, that's who I say he's going to win. You ain't got to listen to me. I don't know nothing about football. Every year, especially shout out my brother John Beeson, every year I try to watch football and um, I watch the first two games. I just can't, I can't get it. Bruce Leroy, yo, I'm telling you, that boy different. And I met him. I was at the All-Star game just before COVID. I'm sitting course out with my daughter. I seen him. I jumped up. Oh, how's it to Patrick Mahomes? Hey, how's it going, buddy? He said, hey, what's going on, buddy? He said, not my type of guy, personality, but he the truth. He's the truth. And so I fucks with him. Simple as that. Let me see if I see some, get somebody on here. Um, let me see. Random person. Give somebody a shot, man. It's been a while since I played games like this. You know what I'm saying? Hello. Talk to me, my brother. I got to see your face. Otherwise, your face. I can't. I know, I know, I know, man. I know, I know. Hey, I really wasn't expecting you to answer one second. I didn't either. Man, you know. Yo, my brother, what's good? Where you from? What's your name? I'm uh, from San Diego. My name's Chris. Yo, Chris, who you got? Tom Brady or you got uh, Patrick Mahomes? Mahomes? All day. <laughs> Yo, I, I, I mean, I love Pat, Tom Brady, but I just think Mahone is a little quicker now, huh? Man, right? Beast. That's crazy. Like a beast. A beast. And I'm on these lyrics all day, every day, man. Beast. 
All right, my brother. Yo, you stay up. You stay safe. Thanks for watching hey. the show. Hey, man. Hey, I got a lot of love for you and your lyrics, man. You know, it's like one day, hear me out, man, because I got no action nowhere, but I, I um, know my worth, man. You got a verse? Spit a verse. Yes, I do. Uh, this, um, I wrote for a Nipsey tribute to Nipsey, but man, I wasn't expecting you to answer, Big Dog. I'm all nervous and shit. Uh, here we just go like this. All right, I said. Slippery, I gather with the quickness, artillery. One side, I lay them all down, got your dome piece knocked off. Slivery, yeah, you snaking, get the shovel, bruh. Instagram, I'm sniffing out your incense, you shitting us, kidding, cuz. Get the kids straighten up. All over your PMP, new party and play stubs. What the fuck, none chuck you nothing to me. Fish in a small pond, be ready to go swimming in the deep end, it's full of sharks. Miss me with a mall, gangsta shit I blazed it, I'm way too hard for all of y'all. Hands down, that's what hands is. Knuckle up, I chunk them up, get ready for a romance and dance to this. Boy, I spin your circle like a loop disc, fuck with everybody, I'm around the world. Two cents, fifty on a dollar, got my baby on the other half scam. Don't like me, I'm likely scam likely, I just might be what? Potent in this rap game, sharper than Spike Lee, Christopher Lee, Brandy Lee, but I just might be, man, it's like, that's, <laughs> hey, Yo, brother, that's old God shit too, you, though. God bless you, man, good luck. You know, that's on Saturdays, New Music Saturdays, not the big, 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 big show, but the man went for his, man. It's so hip-hop, let me explain something real quick before I leave. Michael Matt, what's up? If you go look at the video Flojo, which is my first single I ever dropped, it went number one hip-hop singles in the country. My first single I dropped 26 years ago. If you see the energy in that video, forget the music. Forget what it sounds like. But when you see the hunger and you see my whole projects behind me, and then you got a Flojo, you got a Flojo, you gotta, 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 gotta. When you see the energy and the hunger and the passion, when I see a young kid or anybody rap, it could be two complete different styles. But I see the, the hunger, the pain in their eye. They want to tell a story. It's the same shit. It's like what I'm telling you about the souls. It's the same energy. It's the same hunger. It's the same kid saying, yo, I want to buy my mama a house, man. I got something to say. Soraka, much finer vodka. And so that's what it is. And so today we took it a little light. We talked shit. Um... We had some Timbo the King. We had some entertainment, you know, but uh, I step it up tomorrow, man. I, I, I get, I'll get crazy for you. Don't worry about it. You know how I do. I'll get crazy. And my sister, Remy, have you seen Remy's pictures on Instagram? Sheesh. 
I catch the whole studio looking at her pictures. I'm like, yo, what the fuck y'all looking at? Nah, 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 nah. She look great with homie this. I'm like, yo, bro, I don't play that shit. So I got to call Remy and be like, yo, Rem, what's up? Nah, I got to let him know. I got to let him know sometimes. I could do this. Damn, man. You know, cause Ram, you know, I call Ram every day. My goddaughter go, God Papa, God Papa. And she living so good and everybody happy. And Pat Boots, my brother, and black love. And then, you know, and so she chilling with that family life. But every day, every other, whenever she feel like, she'll turn up on them. And so I called Tony Sunshine. I said, Tony, um, my brother, you know, God bless you. Um, yeah, yeah. You know I love you. I said, yeah. I said, but Tony, brother, what's up with this blonde hair shit? You paint your hair. Like, we just shot a video, Puff Daddy, Cal, like, and your face is in there. You having a great time. Why are you going to change your hair? And so Tony said, Yo, man, because I'm handsome like that. Not everybody. Yo, listen, my crew is the cockiest motherfuckers you have ever seen in the history of mankind. I know I'm, I'm talking too much. I'm not supposed to tell everybody, uh, you know, our personal shit. But, yo, they are crazy. So, so Tom says, I was like, yo, man, I'm, I'm too handsome, man. I ain't worried about the color of my hair. I'm just, you know, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Not too many. Cause I'm listening to them. Like, I'm like, Dizzy, I mean, it, it sounds just like how Remy's talking to me on the other. And Dre ain't too far behind. Listen, I love you guys. Let your darkest moments bring your most clarity. You want me to break that down for you like I say every day? It's when you go through your tough times, your darkest times, that you realize who's really your friend, who's really there for you. Now, if you go through a dark time or a tough time and they ain't there for you, you are playing yourself if you lie to yourself, knowing that these people ain't got your best interests and won't ride out for you or won't keep it real with you. Shame on you. Get it? But your darkest moments bring your most clarity. And the second part, I always say, Put God first. Have faith in God. Trust God. Not just in the good times, but in the bad times. I ain't just telling you this. I lived it. And so you know I'm scared to fly. And it's been times I'm in over Africa. The part where if you crash and live, you might just get eaten by a tiger or a lion. That part of Africa. And the wings on the plane is damn near doing jumping jacks. Bah, bah. And y'all know I'm scared to fly. So shit like. Everybody just bugging on the plane like. And I don't say, God, why? Or just say, God, please let me land safe. Please let it this, but God, thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you for giving me this amazing opportunity, this amazing life, giving me a chance to face my fears. And so you got to know somebody 
somebody who ain't negative or a doubter will always find the positive in the lesson. No, I'm not talking about Africa like it's one scary place. In fact, I will challenge you to find another American rapper who has been to Africa more than me. And everything I say, I say it from facts. And I've been in Africa so much, you pretty much I could have got a dual passport. So I love Africa, every milk and cranny of it. You ever heard of Equatorial Guinea, where they only speak Spanish? Have you ever been to Angola, where they speak Portuguese? Have you been to Rwanda, Sierra Leone? Have you been in Djibouti, Africa, Ghana, Zimbabwe, Kenya? I have. That's the problem. When Fat Joe talks his shit, he always backs it up. He always backs it up. And so I was just telling you about the plane flight. You know, a lot of guys, you know, they want to talk about going back to Africa, but won't go back to Africa. Does that make sense? And so calling me out on some Africa, you bugging out. I damn near live there. And so, uh, God bless everybody. Put God first. I see you tomorrow. We the biggest in the game. Believe in God. God will get you through every day. Peace, y'all.